Oh man. Oh boy. I'm so tired. There's a there's a this is a seven show and two day kind of guy. I did seven shows. I have four last night of Drunk Shakespeare. Yeah, right. That's too many. On sa- on on Friday I did three shows and then on Saturday I did four shows and then I went home. I didn't go home because I'm dog sitting. So I went to the dog sit place and I <laughs> somebody else's apartment. Took a cab. <laughs> And as soon as I got out of the cab, a man was there. Like he was, he was there asking for money or food. And I did have food in my hand because they had ordered me food because I had done so many shows and they didn't want me to die. Um, I had nice of them. a quesadilla, and I gave it to him. And he gave me some advice back, which was nice. He uh, said uh, he was like, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, always look out uh, for traffic. And I was like. Okay. Yeah, that's decent advice. Thank you. <laughs> and he was like, no, like that, like right behind you. And I was like, I'm just, I'm going to cross the street. It's going to be fine. And he was like, look out for bike lanes like that one over there. And to his credit, there was a bike, you know, a couple blocks away. <laughs> but he was very concerned in that moment. And so then I went to the apartment and the dog doesn't like uh, me or anything. Yeah, she does. She, ev- I have known this dog for years. And every time I walk into that apartment, she still hides under the couch. I think she probably does that to the owner, too. I think she does that with people, but she comes out for you. I'll have to ask. Um, ask the dog? I'll have to ask the dog. Okay. Hey, you do this for everyone? <laughs> From under the couch, she'll just go, <laughs> what's wrong with you? And then I couldn't sleep because I was hungry. Oh. So I had some food, and then I couldn't sleep because I ate what at like you, one o'clock did, in the morning. What did you have? I had some leftover pasta. Okay. Is pasta bad bedtime food? Yes. Oh dang. Yeah. What's it, a good bedtime food? Like None. eggs. None. <laughs> yeah, like, you're not supposed to eat right before bedtime. You're also not supposed to eat after like seven. Like I if think? you're if you're if you're starving. I would say eggs because it doesn't take a whole lot to digest them. You well, know what I mean? I didn't, I didn't you don't want to reawaken everything. It's I like it, you're making your body work hard. That's why you stayed awake. Well, that's why I was awake until like three o'clock in the morning. Yes. And then I had a dream that I started a program that was masked as a self-help group. And what we would do is we would like torture people. We wouldn't really torture them, right? But like we would like, it was like, it was like theater, right? It was like hyper interactive theater and we would bring them in and like pretend to torture them but really we were like psychologically torturing them mm-hmm. and then i woke up and then i did some stuff and then i fell back asleep for like <laughs> 2 hours completely having no idea that i had done so until i woke up and went shit i got to go podcast um <laughs> and so, now we're here and now and here now we we're here and that's my whole <laughs> life story and now um, we're in front of this guy. And we have our, our guest today. Well, first we have our co-host. Oh. And hey, first we have Which me. is me. Hello. Well, first we have me. And my name is David. Oh. And I was very rude for not introducing myself. Hello. Uh, well, I guess that makes me rude because it's me, Megan. I'm, I'm always very conscious that every episode is going to be someone's first episode <laughs> that they try listening to Dress for the Podcast. <laughs> like, these, these assholes. <laughs> They're going to be Who are these people? What they can't get past the first talking? couple of minutes. Like, there's nothing about what it's supposed to be about happening How so far. rude. <laughs> so this is Dress for the Podcast You Want, uh, a success podcast that is very successful and is going to make you successful just for listening. 
My name is David Andrew Laws, and I'm the I'm the host. And this is my co-host, Megan Greener. Hello. Megan, how are you? Uh, I'm okay. I'm having some tea. Did you have any dreams last night? Uh, I probably did, but I don't remember. Well, which you're is usually what happens. Looking very spiffy in your blue sweater. Because I'm going to go celebrate Hanukkah tonight We're with, my, go with celebrate my good friend Katie. Hanukkah, which is going to date this episode. I think this episode will probably come out when Hanukkah's over. Really? But you know what? Hashtag Hanukkah all year round. Okay. People listen to Christmas songs for months. Yeah, but they're monsters. Okay. <laughs> I mean, there is there like actual all monsters. month you should listen to Christmas music. You even think you're a proponent of the whole month of Christmas music? I'm, I'm okay with that. I don't personally want to listen to Christmas music that much. No. But like... It just should not exist until after Thanksgiving. I completely like Thanksgiving agree. until f- like New Year's. You're and allowed know, to do Christmas at, music. At and the after same that, time, I don't want to yuck anyone's yum. Like if you like, oh, if you I, like I Christmas music, great, go for it. But you have to commit to one of two things: either listen headphones. to it. Oh, well, <laughs> you do have to commit to headphones. But you either have to commit to the month of December or all year round. You got to be blasting that shit in April. You know who should be listening to this? My Jewish friend Katie, because there is nobody who is a bigger Christmas fan than my friend Katie. Your Jewish friend we're going to celebrate Hanukkah with tonight? Yes, she is. We will walk in and the first thing we will see is a big Christmas tree. So is it going to be a Christmas-themed Hanukkah party? It might be. I That's kind of fun. I think her parents are going to be there, too, so it should be really interesting. <laughs> um, but... Our guest today... That's me. ...is Travis Clem. Oh, that's me. Hi, Travis Clem. <laughs> Hi. What are you doing here? <laughs> I'm really... I've talked about this before. I have a lot of social anxiety around names. Like, when I meet people or, like, re-meet them, I'm always like, oh, shit. And even when I have people on the podcast, sometimes I say their name to introduce them. I'm like, fuck, was that, was that right? <laughs> Travis Clem is one of them that I don't have to practice. Uh, you've been saying it wrong for years. Damn. Uh, so... It's Clem. So... <laughs> Clem. <laughs> and you lived with each other for... For a couple of years. Yeah, Yeah, Travis is an actor, uh, among other things, and we've known each other for five years, six years? Yeah, at least five and a half. Yeah, Uh, because Travis, we have a lot of mutual acquaintances, but Travis was uh, one of the first actors that Hamlet's in Dead Hire. He's one of the OGs. One of the OG hids. I'm an ogre. (laughs) (laughs) And then we lived together for a while, and then we stopped doing that, but now we live blocks away from each other. And Travis, yes. Would you consider yourself a successful person? Oh goodness, no, no, um, Travis. <laughs> I it it would depend on on how I am defining success in in response to the question. Okay. Um, you know, in in a, a broader sense, sure. There there are you know I. I pay my bills and I live independently and like I have not collapsed into a gutter somewhere. Do you pay for everything? Uh, uh, everything with the exception of my phone bill. Nice. Uh, I'm still on our family plan. I think part of that is because my parents hate changing their plan around. And if we <laughs> left, then they would have to get a new plan. Fair enough. I'm I'm actually in the same situation. Yeah, it's Your just easier just yours? to keep the same thing going on because it, otherwise it's a lot of kerfuffle to change it. Oh my god, I remember the day that my dad was like, "We're not we're not paying for your cell phone bill anymore." And I was like, <laughs> "What? <laughs> I'm an adult. Now. I don't know how to do this." This might have been five years ago. And now I have. Uh, it was more recently than that. Was it? It's maybe. I uh, it was around um, Titus, wasn't it? Was it? I don't remember. I remember I was in that area. Um, oh, in in the interest of full disclosure, I think they also pay for my auto insurance. 
But I live in New York. I don't have a car. I don't drive a car. I don't operate a car. So like they the really closest shouldn't thing be I paying get for that. Is huh? riding an Uber. Um, <laughs> their theory, I think, is that if I am ever around, then they want me to have oh. insurance. Like if I go home for Christmas and drive. But I guess wow. to be fair, I still use the Netflix account that my parents pay for. That's fair. I do. I do use my mom's. All right, we are the Prime. worst. Millennials, we are bad. <laughs> I have I have mine. I use mine. You have your own Netflix? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to start using Megan's Netflix. How do you guys not use the same Netflix? You live in the same house. We do We do use the same Netflix on the shared devices. We use the yeah, same on Netflix the, on, on, the, the, on, the, on, the TV, on the TV. Like, it'll just be on his. Um, or whatever, whichever Which one is why my Netflix is super confused. <laughs> <laughs> my cue will be like, wait, you want to watch superhero movies and dumb adult cartoons and... Also, Jane Austen and <laughs> like British baking murder mysteries. I don't, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> also, a British baking murder mystery would be I'd watch amazing, that. really cool. I don't know what the premise would be. Mm, poison. Nope. David poison. loves baking. Right. Oh wait, yeah. One of them was poisoned, <gasps> and you have to figure out whose was poisoned, and then if you get caught, or maybe maybe only one was. Yeah, one was poisoned. If you get caught being the poisoner. You're off that week. We are going to run through a lot of a lot of tasters. Yes, <laughs> but that's fine. And wait, okay. So in that aspect, you're very successful. Sure. I yeah. I I mean, I certainly am coming from a place that I have a safety net if I needed it, mm. um, which I feel like definitely helps. Like if things started to dissolve and collapse, like I would have you know supportive family unit that I can move back and fall back on. Um, and have done that to small degrees here and there. Like, oh, I can't pay rent this month. I need some money, Mom. Um, but that's been, you know, several years yeah. now. And generally, I, I successfully operate my life on, on a day-to-day basis and, like, go from point A to point B and hold down a job and that kind of thing, which, although that doesn't, like, inherently scream, oh, my God, success, you know, there's people for whom that is a, a struggle for sure and, you know, keeping the perspective that that is a form of success um i i think is a, a useful one you got a savings account yeah i do nice i, do. I don't know how much is in it <laughs> but you got one <laughs> well my my cell phone doesn't link to it oh. so i can't i can't check it but i guess that's what they you're not supposed to like go and Look at it and poke around with it a lot. (laughs) You put money there and it sits. Yeah. Uh, Okay. What about every other aspect of your life? What about personally? Uh, Personally, yeah. I think think I'm doing fairly well. You got Um, a girlfriend? Yeah. I've got a lovely girlfriend who I would say is just several notches above what I should be able to (laughs) fairly expect. So I'm pretty (laughs) pleased with that. Nice. But yeah, she's pretty stellar. It, I, th- I I would describe Dale as sort of like the the walking human form of intellectual. Yeah, she's yeah. she's very very excited for academics and like further learning mm-hmm. and just any any opportunity she has, she actively takes to learn about a new thing or further something that she's interested in, mm-hmm. which is in an aspirational way for me, like really impressive. And in a practical way, I'm like, man, I'd love to sit on the couch though. Yeah, <laughs> It's good to have someone like that around you so that you can be like, Hey, what about this thing? 
and then they can just tell you and then you can reserve brain space for like cheat codes and <laughs> other important stuff <laughs> yeah, I, I still know uh, all of the cheat code, probably not all, but a fair number of the cheat codes for like Grand Theft Auto 2. Two? <laughs> I mean, like from way back in That's the day. That's so I many Grand Theft Autos it. ago. And they, they do not do me any good. No. Okay, what else? Success-wise, as far as like an actor or a performer, I feel stagnated at, mm. at the time, which I guess is a little interesting with the literal this moment, I've just opened a show. Um, we're doing Julius Caesar. Um, uh, runs. Oh wait, too no, late. Time. Too late. Too it's late. Over. You missed it. Almost certainly, this episode will come out. Uh, yep, the week after. Ah, uh, well. So, uh, if you saw it, I hope you enjoyed. Maybe it, it shouldn't. Maybe I should. You know what? Maybe I'm going to call an audible. Rush. Maybe this one's going to come out on Wednesday. I mean, I thought that's my. I thought that's what we were doing. That's why you wanted to have Travis on. Uh, yeah, to plug. Hamlet isn't dead because he's our dear beloved friend. Oh, I'm a socket. <laughs> I, can it can it be both? Can it be because he's a dear beloved friend and because I'm a I'm a fucking business woman? Yeah, in I mean in the theater industry it has to be both. <laughs> <laughs> you have to have friends and use them. <laughs> um, all right, Julius Caesar. Um, and then we've also got uh, well, you you know uh, the we've got a short film that's making its rounds on yeah dog. Um, like film festival kind of things. Oh, we've that thing is funny. It's good. Of, yeah, we've gotten a couple of you, bo- you both are in it. I'm in it. And recognition things, mm-hmm. which is nice. Feels a little oddly disjoint, like disconnected um, from from our process. And at, at least for me, I don't know about you, but as an we, actor, yeah, because we did the thing, and then like now we're done with it, and then it's been more than a year now since yeah. we've wrapped. And just every now and then we get an email, and I'm like, oh hey, we won this small award in Australia, and I'm like. Do you? Oh, oh cool. I see. I don't get those emails. I was in. Oh, I was well, in the one. Hey, we won the one in Australia. Oh, cool! I was in the one day. You were. You were very much more involved in that. And was that you? But you've done more film stuff than I have, right? You've done. You've done a couple of a couple of projects. Of, yeah, sort of short projects or you know promo What's, fun things. What do you do? You prefer theater film? I prefer the process of theater. Hmm. I think um, having having the time to sort of dig into stuff um, I really enjoy. And there's an element of film that after you've said a thing, you really need to be able to reproduce and replicate that. Mm -hmm. So as you're changing shots and stuff, you're like, oh, this is where I pick up my coffee. And very frequently, that is not how I work. I'm a (laughs) bit scattered. Um, Who who knows what's going to happen? Like I've got my main points that I know I need to hit, um, but that seems to work much better in theater. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you're good to go you know what this time i'm gonna do it i'm gonna stand up and wander over that way like, no no the camera's on a tripod it's sitting here we you're not in here <laughs> we anymore. have you in a super close-up you really literally cannot move anywhere <laughs> well then what do you think what 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 do you think has caused that stagnation let's 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 get into the nitty of it right because you went to lipa Yep, the, the, Liverpool. the Liverpool Institute for Performing Arts, and then came straight to New York. Or you were there for a little Pretty bit, much. So I was, I was in out. the UK for three years because of all the prostitution. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> uh, and they voted in uh, their lovely and terrible new conservative <laughs> government, uh, and decide this was pre-Brexit yeah. vote, uh, and they decided that in order to control their immigration, that they do what they can. So they essentially changed visa laws and sent us all home. Now, were you able to complete the program before that happened? Yeah, we finished Mm -hmm. the program. Well, because 
you know, we are paying. Yeah, yeah. they so could. They're, yeah. they're happy to have us while we're while we're directly paying and can't benefit any from from yeah. the economy or or like the social structure. Mm. Um, but so we all get sent home, and you know, it was sort of a, a difficult transition. I was. Very it sounds much like. Oh, I don't want to. I want to. I don't want to segue too much, but I do. It sounds like England stinks. It no, they're. There I've are never been elements that do, but it is a lovely, wonderful place filled with wonderful people if. who are making terrible choices. Oh, okay, but we're from America. Where how are we going? We know judge? all about that. So. About terrible choices. Yeah, we do. All right, fine. So, oh, all right. Thank you for defending England. Sorry, I said England stinks. Except maybe it does. It, it is very uh, drizzly and rainy. Um, <laughs> So if that's not your thing, it might stink a little. Which like is so it. funny if you look out the window right yeah. now. Yeah, it's, it's well, I got a text that. this morning uh, from <laughs> Goodale saying like, oh, it's like London outside. And you're like, no. Like, no, I don't want to leave now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so then you came here as a tough transition. Yeah, uh, we our school had done a really good job, I think, of prepping us for the English market mm-hmm. um, that, you know, I was, I was, had joined Equity. We did a fairly successful showcase. We got a lovely write-up that our scene specifically was highlighted. Nice. We got uh, some agent offers, and then we sat down with all the meet and greets, and the first question was, so this visa situation, what's, uh, mm. what's the deal? And you know, there's there's nothing to do but tell them like, oh, oh, I'm getting deported. Like, oh, we have me. to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, so essentially, everyone went well. If you find a way to stay, let us know, and we'll represent you. But there there wasn't one other Whoa. than getting hitched. Would you Would um, you have stayed? Yeah, I mean, that was my plan. Um, oh. To maybe not forever, but to stay at least a couple of years. Because I had networks and you know, sort of the Definitely. the whole established that, that that's thing. what decided it for me when I was deciding where I wanted to go to college was I I seriously considered the Royal Conservatory of Scotland, and my professors at the time were like, you can go to school in Scotland and then you can either stay there or when you come back to America realize that like nobody's gonna know you, you won't have any network, yada yada. Or you can go to school in America and like maybe meet someone who can actively give you a job right then and there. Yeah. And, you know, cut to both of those are actually kind of bullshit, but it definitely would be tougher to be like, yeah, I went to school way over there. Mm-hmm. Um, and people not be like, cool. <laughs> How's your accent? How is your accent? Wh- which accent? English. Accent? My English accent? Uh, four years ago, I would say it's pretty pretty passable. I well. could probably get cast now. I haven't used it in quite quite some time. So, would they have uh, asked you to use an accent to be an actor there? No, nah, I mean I is is so. the short answer, which makes the whole visa issue even more frustrating because we weren't gearing up to compete with English people. Yeah, yeah. we were gearing up to play Americans in England, mm. and when they would need Americans, yeah, yeah, and we absolutely could effectively do that, and we're not taking a job away from someone else, you know, right? But it is what it is. Maybe I mean. I'm just saying Andrew Garfield gets to do that all the time. He I'm just saying Benedict here. Cumberbatch is a fucking Grinch, <laughs> yeah. and I cannot get behind that. I am so mad at this new Grinch movie. It's all right. We got Thatcher. I'm so <laughs> mad at this new Grinch movie. But why are you so mad at this? Grinch because movie? it is the selloutiest movie I have ever seen in my... I haven't seen it. I haven't seen the movie, but everywhere I go, it's bright neon green and it's brought to you by or the or the like it ev- everything i see is either 
Capital One brought to you by the Grinch or the Grinch brought to you by pistachios or like I fucking I don't I can't. Ooh, that they didn't uh, maintain the artistic integrity of. All right, maybe (laughs) that's not all of it. It's just it's so pandery. Mm-hmm. None of these things have anything to do with the movie. They're all just like, let's have the Grinch sit at a laptop and uh, use uh, eBay, and then that'll that'll be a good tie-in. That's in. our new holiday commercial. Let's get Benedict get Cumberbatch to say, uh, "Oh, look at all these deals," and then use it in seventeen commercials. I hate it. I hate it. Whole I assume this was going to be a much shorter gag. Uh, no, he's still still, uh, still down there. <laughs> Fuzzy. Yuck. I regret that. Oh, that doesn't taste good at all. Um, Beer will fix it. Unlike this Heineken brought to you by Dress for the Podcast You Want. Heineken. Heineken brought to you by The Grinch. No. That, I mean, see, that green. would be one thing. It's green. Pistachios. I, no. Pistachios are Fuck green? It. No, I can't Ish. get behind it. They are, that's the problem. They have right? a green element. No, it's stupid. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I want to talk about being an actor. Um, well, so part, part of my hesitation in doing a self-described successful... Uh, oh, man, Success podcast. Part of my hesitation in describing myself as successful artistically is for the longest time, I I knew I wanted to be an actor. I knew where I was heading in that direction. Um, Where are you heading? I mean, to to being an actor, doing this. Mm. Were were you, was there a specific type of, uh, like, I don't know, genre? Do you want to go to Broadway? Not, Not a specific type of genre, but my biggest and overriding goal was to... Be be an independent living human, which I am doing, but funded exclusively through acting things. Sure. Even if it's not the best acting, or like mm-hmm. you know, if I'm doing commercial copy or something that's not enjoyable, but like to pay my bills by just going and acting. Yeah, um, and that is distinctly not where I am. Um, what do you do? And, uh, I, you don't have to use names if you don't want. I work for a. Uh, Shady acting oh. conservatory, oh. Um, <laughs> of whose name I don't know. It's I mean, the it's know? the uh, dramatic dram- drama it's a dra- association dramatic drama school of drama and give us your money. Yeah, it's a it's a big old give us your money school. Uh-huh. <laughs> um which it as far as a, a survival job, a day job goes. Because it's that kind of school, they do give the flexibility if I need to shift things around for rehearsals or auditions, and mm. that's nice. But it's still distinctly going and doing a survival job that I don't like. I don't, you know, it's a desk job. I sit at a computer, and that's not the direction that I wanted to do and, and the direction I wanted to head. So while I'm still, you know, trying to, to fight the good fight artistically, mm-hmm. it feels like the impediment is like, Oh, but I have to pay bills. Oh, but you know I'm not independently wealthy, so I can't sure. just ignore everything else and do things that I like. And I'm sure a lot of that is because I set these idealistic goals of what success means as a child, oh. and then it turns out life's hard. Yeah, um, like what? And, 
What were some of those goals? Like, I mean, very, very specifically that. that I would go to theater school. Um, I would move to, you know, New York, Chicago, L.A., maybe Minneapolis, St. Paul, somewhere with a, a thriving uh, theater scene, and that I would buy 30 and, like, in a stretch, 35 or 40. 30 is a be, funny age, isn't it? Oh, boy. It's, oh, it's younger and younger up, uh, as you go. Two months. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it becomes younger and younger mm. as you go. <laughs> That I would be just doing acting, even if it wasn't like, and it was never, oh, I want to be a star. I want people to recognize me. Mm. I just want to do a, I want to make my living doing a thing I enjoy. I want to be a star. Um, <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't turn it down, but, <laughs> but that was never like a part of, I never got into this to be like, oh, I want to see my name in lights. I just wanted to be a workaday actor. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that's still an ongoing process. But my family is very not artistic uh, in that sense, at least my immediate family. You know, my dad's an attorney, my mom's an accountant, my brother's a business major. Um, and he's like middle management at a car rental company. Um, yeah, fighting your way to middle management. Yeah, hey Brian. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, middle management's fine. We're not shitting on middle management. We're shitting on Brian. <laughs> oh, I don't think he knows how to download podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope not. Oh god. So so in they're my very supportive, mind, very supportive, incredibly supportive. Yeah, yeah they they fly in and see your show shows from Tejas here and there. It's yeah. been. A bunch of years. Uh-huh. Well, they, I mean, they still donate to Hamilton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're very good mm-hmm. patrons of the arts. Patrons from afar. Yeah. But so the, the idea was like, okay, you know, I'm gearing up for not fame and fortune, but like a sustainable career. And if I don't have that by the time I'm 30 or 35 or something, if I'm still a barista at Starbucks, I'll go back to school and get a CPA or a law degree or like something that will make my soul wither. But that if I'm going to spend my time doing something I don't like anyway, I'll at least make some money doing. Mm. And right now I'm sort of in that limbo period that I'm doing something that makes my soul curdle a bit, right. but I'm not really making money doing it. Right. Um, but so it's sort of a, you know, a- edge of the cliff. Am I going to jump or am I going to turn around mm-hmm. uh, phase of life for me? I didn't realize that. Has that like... How does that feel with thirty approaching? Are you like oh that uh, that highlights the uh, the cliff's edge? I wow. feel like which of course is is completely arbitrary. Sure, um, but it, I think it all all largely ties back to like some arbitrary decision I made at like fifteen or sixteen that like this was how my life is gonna go. And uh, adult Travis can't get over that somehow. Yeah, can I can I say something as a person who is on the other side of thirty? Yeah, um, what? <gasps> yep. Oh, Welcome. Man. We're getting married. But <laughs> <laughs> no turning back now. Oh, dang it. There's no way you could turn back. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Megan just said I can't do better. <laughs> no, I uh, said there's no way you could turn back. He to said clarify, something about she is right. Yeah, she's, she's <laughs> That's what I Megan's pretty off. stellar. And right. All right. <laughs> um, wait, so what were you going to say? As um, an old lady? As an old lady. I'm going to shit in your bed. Like Don't. That. Okay. Uh, that is also her bed. <laughs> she doesn't ever understand that. She threatens me with that all the time. But I always specify his side of the bed. It's true. I do have a side of the Which bed. Which I never encroach on. That that sounds nice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my, my side of the bed is always encroached. Is, is your lady a starfish? Oh, oh, or is it because of the cat? I mean, yes to all of those answers. <laughs> the cat steals her pillow. 
like for her head. We've got, I mean, 90 pillows on the bed. There are all of the pillows and comforters and blankets, which also encroaches on my space. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but Dale only uses one small pillow for her head. And then the cat decides that that's her spot and like flops on top of her and like shreds Dale's hair with her super sharp claws nice. and like pushes her out of the way. And mm-hmm. Dale like ends up sleeping diagonally. And then I'm like, oh no, where do I go? You should just get rid of her claws. She already has no teeth. She does have no teeth. I. <laughs> it's, it's cool to the take cat, away not Dale. cat's claws. No, not Dale. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's mean? <laughs> yeah, it's it's essentially like taking away uh, a human finger at the first knuckle. Ah, oh, Jesus. So I thought, I used to think it was like just, just trimming fingernails, yeah. and it's super not. Mm. They are, because I always had declawed cats, we adopted Ugh. them as mm. they were declawed, yeah. and this is the first cat I've had with claws, and the way she like uses it to grasp and hold and manipulate things, like it is absolutely a, a part of her hand. living, moving part of her little yeah. paw. Yeah. And right. now I'm like, oh Never man, mind. we've done terrible things to all my cats in the past. <laughs> I feel bad. <laughs> um, wait. Oh, I was going to say something about you were, thank you. All right, we all got there. Yeah. Um, so I felt like when I was in my 20s and, you know, when I first got to the city and stuff and had was training and then was just fresh out of training, I felt like I had my things were starting and it was like a sort of a runaway train. I understand being in sort of like a limbo phase because I feel that too. And especially now, like I, I have, it's been two years since I've turned 30. Um, but I think we're also just in the market where things can't happen by 30 anymore. No. You know, like all the numbers are now shifting mm. as our lives get longer. That means the numbers oh. are moving upward. You know what I mean? So hmm. even though my 20s were great and I was very busy, I'm glad I did them once because I don't think you could pay me to do them again. Man, I hope all you know? my numbers shift. My family's, all my, like I did my ancestry.com. All my relatives died really young. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I get to 70. Well, I mean, that's not the truth now with your family. I mean, like... They're working on it, yeah. but before them... Your, your, your grandparents are... They're not that old. They're, no, they're not. No, but I mean, like, they they're, they're, using, they're active, like, Facebook users. Like, yeah. I, I look at your yeah, family GM as, like... uses Facebook <laughs> more than I do. <laughs> She does. That, that's for grandma. My grandparents, that's the thing. My grandparents use Facebook, and when they did it, they my grandma uses it on a joint account for both my grandma and my granddad. And when she started <laughs> doing it, I mean, she still does, but the first time she signs everything. It's funny because the account is under his name, but he doesn't touch. I, I, I think he does sometimes. Does he? But oh. she signs everything GM and GD. And I saw that the first time and was like, why did my grandma just write goddamn on my Facebook? What's grandma, that? goddamn it. Grandma, <laughs> goddamn. I was like, no. We love you, goddamn. Goddamn. <laughs> it was like the one swear that, that I think is inappropriate for them. <laughs> I've heard my grandparents swear. They're very cool. Can you tell that story the first time you heard your grandma swear? The first time I heard my grandma swear, I was yeah. in college. And they were come up to see me in a show and they got rear-ended and my grandma was telling me the story about it when they finally made it. And she was like, and David, I thought, shit, we're not going to get to see David's play. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, grandma, <laughs> grandma, no. Um, do you, do you have a, do you have a, hmm. so you have a sort of like escape route. Plan. No, oh, so that's the thing. I don't actually have a plan oh. for doing something else. I never have and like have spent significant amounts of time thinking and contemplating what would my other thing be. Mm. And like I don't have one. 
that's largely why I went into acting because like I really tried and I even through college explored other options of like what's different things that I could do and enjoy and like ooh I am just shit out of luck it's mm -hmm. nothing this is what I love and what I want to do mm. would you um, would you uh, like let's say in a fantasy world you were out of your current situation and you could still be an actor but you were still sort of doing the behind business stuff of like either running a company or or a running running a theater group or, or theater building administratively. Yeah, I'm not fundamentally opposed to that, mm -hmm. but in the same way that I'm not fundamentally opposed to other kinds of survival jobs, mm -hmm. like it just it doesn't tick that box for me. Sure. Which is unfortunate cuz like oh if I could transition to teaching or admin or something mm -hmm. and still have that thrill and that excitement or something a bit that, more producerial like yeah mm -hmm. that 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 would be lovely if it scratched that itch yeah mm -hmm. but sure that just super doesn't i worked sure. at a desk job at a theater that i thought was gonna be like a big huge step in my career and then it wasn't and a huge part of why it wasn't and didn't even feel like it while i had the job was because like i had no creative outlet while i was there it was all administrative it was mm -hmm. all emails and spreadsheets and there was no like i didn't get to teach a class i didn't get to like Directed. You didn't actually get to like talk to the students. Yeah, that much. Mm -hmm. That stinks. Yeah, I'm realizing in this conversation that I just recently stumbled across a list of I made I made goals for myself mm -hmm. a couple of years ago, and I just saw them. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull them out real quick. I'm gonna see where I am. Where, where, stand where, by where, David. Where just just <laughs> <laughs> he did say pulling it out with like a very searching look in his eyes. That's very true. <laughs> I just remembered about this. Uh, yeah, like yesterday, and I made I made three areas of goals for my life, and I made this in May of 2015. And which I'm one? In this briefcase, <laughs> there has been a briefcase under my legs uh, for <laughs> stretch him. However long we've been recording stretch this podcast, him, baby. <laughs> and my foot has uh, gone entirely to sleep. All right, but here's the plan. I'm going to read these. We're going to see which of them I've done and which of them I haven't done, and then I want you to think about your top goals for each of these categories. Okay. You okay. got plenty of time because I'm going to go on. Wait, about do it. we have to have these answers like by the end of the podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Shit. Um, so, what do you want to hear first? You want to hear family or finance or fun? Fun. Fun. Always. Right. <laughs> uh, in May of 2015. So, this was three and a half years ago. Hey, we were living together then. We were. Uh, yeah, we were exactly. We were living in Brooklyn. And my, my one year goal was to go camping with Travis. <gasps> oh, we did that. I've done that. <laughs> Uh, my three-year goal, so I have I've missed this one. I have, I'm off track right now. Was to take an, a road trip from New York to LA. Um, but Megan we, and I we took a road trip from New York to Kentucky, and then back, and back, and so. that's probably good enough. Yeah, I feel like that comes close it's enough a, to, to checking that. It's a 12, 13-hour drive. Yeah. Oh my God, it was a long drive. Um, yeah, driving through tornadoes and shit. Yeah, fuck West Virginia. <laughs> um, hashtag fuck West Virginia. Uh, my five-year goal was to go back to Scotland because I went when I graduated high school and I never been back. Mm. Uh, do you think we're going to do that in the next two years? I mean, it's a, we've we've been floating it around as a possible honeymoon idea. <gasps> nice. So. My seven-year goal was to have visited all fifty states. I don't have a good. That's an ambitious goal. People yeah. set that goal for like. In my lifetime, my grandparents yeah. have, have been to each state twice. Wow. 
have they done that since retirement though, or have they? Uh, was I think that they like did a lot of it as young, as just over the course of their life. They've, they've and plus they they have an RV, so they drive through. They're stuff very a lot. travely people. Mm-hmm. And my ten year goal was a transcontinental vacation. Um, so I guess to like Italy or which again it may, it may be a, Australia, it may be a honeymoon. I think a honeymoon thing. Will count. I mean, I'll yes, count that your Scotland triple. Yeah, it's yeah. double duty. duty. All right, great. <laughs> he said duty. <laughs> double it. <laughs> uh, my financial goals as of uh, May 2015 was one year was to get a savings account, get, get a retirement it? fund, and get a better credit score. And I have a better credit score, and I have a better, sa- and I have a savings account. I don't have a retirement fund, but I'm gonna die before I retire, so it's fine. Um, <laughs> I mean, I guess if you have a Roth, that's sort of a Roth. In that, Ross. In that direction. The Roth. fuck do I know? I'm full of Roth. Um, my three-year goal was to publish something that I had written. Have I done that? You've, like, you've what pu- about Attack? I haven't published that. I haven't even technically finished it. I, I mean, wrote a sci-fi B-movie comedy for the stage finished. called Attack of the Killer Man from the Sun, and <laughs> it's very true. good. And if anyone wants to uh, publish it, it ca- call me at... It's very good and very it, funny. It, it is actually logical. very good. It's it's one of the, the more clever things I've uh, seen with my eyeballs. Oh, my God. <laughs> Guys, uh, my five-year goal was I. It just says office slash storage space. <laughs> what the fuck? I've had a storage for, space for Hamlet isn't dead. I guess, I guess. Yeah, you really for a long time you really wanted a like an office to go and do. I like, do want an work office. At. I do still want a dedicated office, whether it's in my apartment or somewhere else. I feel very. It's very hard for me to get motivated when I'm at my apartment. Um, I understand that. In seven years, I wanted to have Hamlet's and Dead has its own dedicated space. And in my t- see, here's the interesting thing, right? My 10-year goal from 20, f- 2015 was to be sustained only through the arts, which is what you were talking about. Yeah. Wanting to do, right? That'll be me at 35. So I mean, again, it's, it is the world market that we are in. Like, we have to move up the... If you're going to give yourself a deadline age, you got to move it up now because 30 ain't going to do it. Yeah. Well, and that actually lines up fairly well with what I was talking about. But I feel like a difference is you've set in interim in between milestone things, mm. which is probably a, a uh, more psychologically healthy approach rather than just going, here's the giant top of the mountain. And until I'm there, everything's terrible. Speaking yeah. of my psychological <laughs> health, let's look at this one for family, which is really interesting. <laughs> My one-year goal from 2015 was to be full of happiness and confidence, and I have not crossed it out on my list uh, yet. I do need to point out that was from 2015, and the uh, world has since collapsed. That's true. <laughs> I, did, I couldn't anticipate the fires. Um, my three-year goal was, though, to live with someone that I love, and I'm doing that, and I lived with Travis. So yeah, both of those hey, so he's that done, was already crossed so out. So he's <laughs> done that twice over. Um, my five-year goal was to be thinking about marriage, which I was uh-huh. and am because I'm engaged. My seven year goal was to be married, so I will be uh, ahead of time on that. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. If we make it till October. <laughs> uh, and my 10 year goal was to be thinking about children. Just hmm. thinking about not having. Not not having. Yep. Because that this this body and this womb will, hey. will be pristine and stainless steel by then. What's all that stuff about the numbers <laughs> pushing up? <laughs> What about huh? What about all those all that you were saying? I mean, there are certain biological things that work more slowly than that. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, you can't can't fight science. (laughs) I mean, but you can steal a baby off the street. Well, (laughs) not this baby stealing is brought to you by the Grinch. The Grinch stole a baby. (laughs) 
Half the Grinch stole a baby. I'd watch that. All the Who's down in Whoville stole babies a lot. You're a mean one. I also saw a meme the other day that was like, maybe the Grinch wouldn't be such a bad person if there wasn't always a guy singing about how much he sucked all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, oh shit. All right, we're running out of time. So real quick, um, tell me your goals. What are your big big goals for... Pick, I guess just pick one category, financial, family, or fun. What do you want to do in the next year, Travis? Oh, uh, I was uh, not expected to be called on first. Okay. Um, hold on, let me turn on my brain real quick. That does not help. Oh, I thought that was the sound <laughs> of your brain turning on. Megan, what about you? Uh, while I feel uncomfortable predicting anything about my career, I feel even less so about personal life. I mean, I'm assuming within the next year we're going to be married. Up top. Up top. So there's that. Um, so I guess keeping with that goal as planned, uh, I guess career-wise to investigate more about possibly joining a union uh, cool. and how, how close I may be to that. Uh, you could go in the back door. You can always go in the back That's door. That's hey, oh, Come on. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I forgot Travis is still here. No, there's a back door to equity. I don't want to talk about it, but I really want to talk about it. So maybe I'll talk about it uh, on the next episode. Um, maybe I'll talk about it with Travis off the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell, tell, tell me about this. Uh, Travis once loves we turn these microphones No, there's off. no. Oh, fuck it, I'll do it <laughs> now. Microphones. Talk to me about my back door when we get off. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's another guild called the Italian American Actors Guild, and if you are, they're a sister organization of Actors Equity. So if you're a member of the Italian Act, act do, do you have to be Italian? You don't have to be <gasps> Italian American. Not Italian. You just have to pay like four hundred bucks. Okay. And and what, you, what do they give you? What do you get out of this? Because they're a sister organization. If you are a member of the Italian American Actors Guild, you are a member of Actors Equity, oh. and it's this weird back door that someone introduced to me recently. And they were like, "You should just, you should just go in that back door." And I was like, "Giggity." <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, I don't know. Somebody try that out for me. Let me know if that's legit, Travis. Um, oh, you got a goal? Yeah, yeah. I turned my brain on uh, while uh, we were talking about back doors. Great. Um, <laughs> Uh, I, I, feel in, I feel invigorated, so. <laughs> I would say it's to to help solidify better professional practice um, in in the respect of like doing something gearing towards my career either every day, which mm. is something I, I'm a procrastinator by nature, um, yeah. so I really struggle with that. And I, you know, start the week with great intentions and think, oh, well, I can put that off till tomorrow. And then like, there's two things I have to put off. And then Saturday rolls around and I put everything off and then I'm too busy to do any of it. So nothing happens. So my, my goals involve sort of breaking that cycle and not letting perfect be the enemy of the good. I think my, my procrastination stems from a really repressed perfectionism mm. which most of the people who know me would be probably shocked to know because uh, I, I don't I, I don't it. present perfect very often that's um, true uh but but just going ahead and doing the thing even if it isn't quite right or quite how I want it to be you know because frequent practice helps improve and you know sort of get, gets you on your way towards what what that goal is awesome I was going to ask for advice after this, but A, we're running long, and B, I think that was That's good advice. Nice. Yeah. Um, That's so we're going to wrap this fucker up in tinfoil and put it in the microwave. Wait. I hate the microwave. Well, well, I mean, that'll fix your hatred of the microwave. <laughs> Don't yeah. have one anymore. Um, <laughs> thanks for listening to Dress for the Podcast. Uh, if you want more information, I'm going to... All right. I'm going to do all this stuff, but I'm going to do it really quick. Here we go. 
dressupodcast.com. You can go to Facebook, Dress Up Podcast. You go to Instagram or Twitter and follow us and like us and all that stuff. Um, okay, I'll do this one slow because it's important. Thank you to Dimly Wit for having us on the network. You can go to dimlywit.com to see more podcasts like Dress for the Podcast uh, you want uh, and also stuff like Standby and... <clears throat> do you want to announce <clears throat> more stuff about Julius Caesar or do you want to just direct him somewhere? I want to tell you to go see Travis in Julius Caesar. At yeah. And the rest of the folks, too. No? No, close your eyes unless I'm on stage. Anytime it's, <laughs> it's just cover them. Uh, you can go to hamletisn'tdead.com to find out about that. Uh, it closes December 8th. So this is coming out on Wednesday. It closes on Saturday. Get your shit together, y'all. Thank you to Laura St. Pierre, our Patreon donor. Yes. She is dope and fresh and um, not at all whack. And I think that's everything. Happy Hanukkah. Now that I know this is coming out on the December the 5th or whatever, December the, yep, 5th. Oh, thanks for dealing. Sorry, we didn't have an episode last week. I love you. I'm sorry. Uh, there should be a bonus episode coming out on the 5th as well um, if Alan and I get our shit together. If you saw our post about that, I really hope you enjoy that picture of David. I did have a good picture yeah. of my face on Instagram. And that's all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I love you. Uh, Travis, hi, uh, uh, play us off. There it is. <laughs>